And welcome to episode 16 of Control Alt Deplete, attempt number three. <laughs> this is a few, lucky number. <laughs> having a few audio difficulties. Everything seems to be working right now, fingers crossed. Uh, cool. I am your host, Buck Blind, and on the other side of the screen, Mr. Bioshock. What up? Okay, well, let's uh, jump right into it before yep. audio starts screwing up on me. Um. <laughs> all right, so uh, it is fortified week this week. So yep. our affix is plus. Yeah, well, it's not too bad. Uh, we have fortified, bursting, explosive, and thundering. Explosive's a little annoying, um, but hey, it's the last time we're gonna have it for a while, so yep. that's good. Um, thundering, we just have two more weeks of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fortified bursting, explosive, thundering. We have one more week left of Mythic Plus for this season. Uh, would it be tyrannical? I don't know what the other affixes are, but we'll go over those next week. Yeah. Uh, we also have the big battle bear with Twitch Prime promo is still going on. This is you have seven more days. It ends on the twenty seventh. Get um, it done. So, this takes two minutes. Yep. Yep. Super easy to get that pet. Yeah. Um, speaking of time frames, we have season one ending May second. Uh, so yep. that yep. is coming up. And ten point um, one launches May second. The season yes, starts on May 9th, So a that week is later. true. Um, and uh, we did a few days ago. Oh. Blizzard uh, gave uh, released the opening the way cinematic for uh, the season two, the ten point one launch, which is pretty good. Pretty good. I liked it. Um, I think you said you watched that, right? You froze. All right, and he's back. Yeah. <laughs> we are having some technical difficulties tonight. That's okay. Tired of this computer freezing. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know why. I don't have WoW open. I don't have Twitch open. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe too many browser pages open up. Maybe so. But uh, anyway, let's keep moving on uh, before we have more issues. Uh, so yes, uh, we have the opening the way cinematic. Is uh, what I was talking, what I was saying. Um, ten point yep. that, that is uh, went over the ten point one stuff. It was pretty good. I liked it. Um, you had a yeah. chance to watch that, right? Yep. All right. Awesome. Um, yeah. So the season ends May second. Patch starts May second, but the season is start for another week after, so May 9th. Correct. Yep. So season you can get, two. You can get all the new content. Get that new zone in see what it's like mm -hmm. yeah um the other thing that blizzard did do this week was they released the uh the raid schedule um, okay. so we now know which we already knew normal heroic and mythic were all opening up week week one right off the bat launch night may 9th as soon as he's two starts that's all available um, yeah they also the they are releasing the first wing of raid finder that night however the it's just the first wing so it's still gonna be following it every two weeks they're gonna release another wing i honestly yeah. don't know why they're still doing that it, it it makes more sense to me just go ahead and release it all at once but yeah this is what they've chosen to do uh they have also said that they haven't given a specific timeline which they really really should uh but as of right now the official word is that the um the inspiration catalyst or whatever it's called the catalyst to turn pieces into tier will be available at a later date that's mm. all they've said which is exactly what they said uh, last time and 
we'll see. Maybe they'll make it faster. Maybe they won't. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it is what it is. Um, and you want to go over the new, uh, the next thing there? The scorpion? Yes. Yes. So if you keep up with the traveler's log, you get, uh, they give you a whole bunch of stuff you can pay the trader tokens with or whatever for like tier or not tier like appearances and pets and stuff like that um but if you like if we keep up with it you have one big reward once you get a thousand of these points and the next month is going to be the fell scorpion fell crystal scorpion it's like uh it's like the scorpion uh model from like the mount from teaching Bogomar kind of yep uh it's a it's, it's green yeah i actually oh. really like the way it looks me too. It's it's good. You know what? Yeah. I would take that for a mythic plus uh, season mount over what we've got. I, to be fair, next season's KSM mount looks better than the first season. It does. I still would take the scorpion over that. I don't know. The scorpion just looks cool. The Kodo just looks derpy still to me. The color looks <laughs> better, but it still just looks derpy. Um, also, yeah. I just want to clarify: is we don't know for sure that it is next month's trading post. They just said that it is a future trading post reward. So, oh, okay. it, yeah, it, it, it's going to happen some point during this patch. They just don't know exactly which month, but most likely, it's going to be. It may not be in the next month because next month will still technically be um, this patch when next month starts officially by yeah. one day. So I don't know. Yeah. It may not be till June, but I would say it'll probably be either May or June, be my guess. Um, yeah. Either way, it'll be. It is coming to the trading post, so that'll be awesome. Um, I like it a lot, actually. I like that mount. Me too. It's I think cool. it looks cool. Uh, then, uh, and this is on Twitter, um, Mikey Barra, which is the president of, of Blizzard, I believe. He um, is. He said that there is a BlizzCon update coming soon that's all the information on it so you know who knows hopefully we'll get some dates announced as to when they're going to do it i would assume it's still going to be you know end of october beginning of november like it always has been but who knows um he said there will be it will look a little bit different since covid and everything it'll it'll you know the way they run things will be a little bit different than it has in the past um yeah also i'm assuming there won't be a cosby suite <laughs> a what? <laughs> that, uh, if you don't know, that's that's probably all the better. <laughs> I but, I uh, really want to go to a BlizzCon. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yes, BlizzCon would be uh, a lot of fun as well. Um, I definitely would love to go to one sometime, but I don't know if it'll happen with it being out in California. It's a long way away for me to go. Yeah. Um, also, and I know you and I talked about this. The other day, I think when I noticed it, but uh, they have made a change to the the loot trading time. So, like right now, when right. you get yeah. when you get a piece of gear, whether it's in raid, dungeon, whatever, you have two hours that you can trade. Um, now, one thing that I saw with this last race for world first was during all their heroic splits and such, they would give all the loot to one person, and then that person would log out immediately, and then later on. They would, they would track, you know, what loot dropped and everything, and they would figure out who was going to get what after they finished all their runs, and then those characters that had all the loot on them would log back in, and then they would go through distributing all the loot and stuff. 
Blizzard obviously also saw that. Um, I don't know if Blizzard wasn't aware of it or, or what. I, I don't know why they decided to go with this change. Personally, I don't have any problem with it. However, um, the, the, racing, the Race for World First guilds, probably not going to like it. Um, yeah. So the time change, instead of being two hours, you have four hours to trade the loot. However, and this is the key part, um, before, if you had two hours to, if you get the loot, you have two hours. You log out, log out for 10 hours, two days, whatever, doesn't matter. You log back in, you got two hours to trade that loot. Now, yeah. even though you have four hours, you log out, that clock is still ticking. You have four yeah. hours from the time that loot drops to when, uh, to get it traded. So now, you won't be able to give it to one person and have them just log out. Yeah, do you think this is going to impact how people do their mythic or their heroic splits now? Um, I think it's going to mean that they are going to have to take more risks. Because the whole reason that they would give all their loot out is, let's say... I mean, you, cause, so, so think of it this way. You don't know how many pieces of, say, paladin tier pieces you're going to get. So let's yeah. say you get, let's say you're debating between bringing a paladin and bringing a hunter. And I don't know if those two share a tier. I don't know. Um, let's say for this example, they do not share a tier piece. Um, so let's say your paladin, let's say you get three pieces, or you get, a, you get a paladin piece and a hunter piece drop on the first boss that has tier. What you would do ordinarily is, again, send that over to one person. And then finish out the whole raid, do your entire split, figure out what you have, and see, oh look, we had two, we had a second paladin tier piece drop, and no hunter piece drop. So let's yeah. give let's give the this piece along with all this other pieces of gear. Or actually, here's a better example. Let's say it's monk and demon hunter. Um, let's yeah. say your 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 monk, you have you have two pieces of demon hunter gear and one piece of, of monk tier piece what you would do is say all right we have two demon hunter tier pieces so we have a two set there and we have only one piece for the monk and we have five other pieces of leather gear so those five pieces of leather gear you're going to give them to the demon hunter because that's the one who has a tier set and you're going to take the demon hunter as part of your mythic progress group what it yeah. means now is you if it's if it's going to take you more than four hours to finish that heroic split you're going to have to make that decision without knowing you know, let's say you have, let's say you, you get those two pieces of tier and then you get three bosses down, you have three bosses left, but it's almost four hours. You have to make that decision and you don't know what those last three bosses are going to drop. So now you say, well, we're going to give it to the demon hunter. And then you go to the last three bosses, monk gets two more pieces of tier. Demon hunter already yeah. has the gear, can't trade it. So now what do you do? So that's where it's going to kind of come out as... Uh, you may have to make those decisions a lot. Well, you're going to have to make those decisions a lot faster than they had been. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where it's going to come into play. And I, I am curious to watch this race for world first and see exactly how it impacts it. Because I don't know the way I am. I loved all that kind of behind the scenes stuff, seeing the stuff we hadn't seen before. That's what I really enjoyed about this first race for world first. Yeah. So this change is definitely going to have a huge impact on that. Outside of the race for world first, I really don't think this change makes any difference. Um, right. You know, most most groups, at least I know my raid group, most of the time, whenever we're raiding, 
you get a piece of loot if you want to trade it trade it right then and there um yep. otherwise it's whatever uh I, I know there are probably some more hardcore groups that maybe they try to wait and and divvy out specifically who they want to give it this will actually probably benefit them because now you can most most raider most raid groups probably are not raiding more than three to four hours a night so yep. if it's a four hour window you pretty much are going to have until the end of the raid to try to figure out who you're going to give it to so I don't think it'll affect anybody outside of the race world first. I think that's where you're going to yeah. see the big impact. Um, yeah, so I don't I really agree. have. I don't think on the majority scale, it's not that big of an issue. It's probably a, a good change, honestly. Uh, right. I think one other thing that I did notice them mention was uh, it meant that you wouldn't. Let's say you get some, you raid on multiple characters, uh, you wouldn't hold on to that piece of loot and not equip it. You wouldn't have to. Before what was happening was you, you would they would get the piece of gear and they would log out and wait and see what you got in your weekly vault before deciding whether or not you're going to trade that to somebody, um, which is weird because to me because then like you can't log back into that character for the rest of the week. I, that would drive me nuts. Um, yeah, but I don't think that's something we're going to see happen too often anyway anymore. Um, and with this change, definitely won't see that happen. So I I, I think it's a good change overall. I think you can make the race world first more interesting as well. Oh, I agree. I'm I'm curious to see how it plays out for sure. Yep. Um, um, go ahead. Yeah, go yeah. ahead and take us on on point J. <laughs> so, for people that are hyped for Diablo, or not like me, you still get something in WoW when Diablo's crossover event comes out. So there's a couple things that you can get, uh, like a little weapon uh, that's like a it's like a, I don't know if it's a weapon, but it's like a, a wooden peg leg or something. I'm not sure exactly if it's, let me check here. Yeah, it's a one-headed mace or two-headed mace, depending on which one you're using. So yeah, it looks like a torch almost. Yeah, the other reason I know it's a leg is because it says it in the tooltip. That's Ritz's last leg or whatever. True, 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 yeah. Um, But some other things you get is like this little like... uh. Uh, treasure treasure napping bag which is like a cosmetic that goes where your cape would go that's basically just like a, a bag that's like filled with loot that has a sword going through it it's just a cosmetic thing to like go with like the uh, the event that's going on it does actually look um, cool I like the way it looks I, me too I think it looks cool also you can get a 36 slot bag nice I love and, that and uh, it is unique so you can only get one obviously but this is requires level ten, so I'm assuming you can get it on like a lot of your tunes if you're heavy into tunes like I am. Um, a couple more things you can get is uh, the achievement, Little Lord of Lies. You can get a little pet, and there's uh, a charm, which is interesting because it increases your intellect as long as it's in your bag. So I don't know if. I'm assuming that's just going to be around for the uh, the event, not for all, not forever. Yeah, I would uh, guess I, so. Because hundred intellects, like that's good that's amount. good. That's an extra piece of gear, almost. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's the thing. It's this uh, unique, which players keep in their inventory for a small buff. And yeah, the uh, little pet is that red. Horn demon thing looking thing that looks alright. So um, I was I was just on. gonna point out 
<laughs> you mentioned how um, how mages are, are in a bad spot for this upcoming season, and uh, the only thing they might bring would be their uh, intellect buff. But if uh, if you have the slush charm, you don't even need them for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe maybe this maybe the charm is permanent. It's just Blizzard's way of getting rid of mages. <laughs> yeah, mages are in a rough spot. If if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a little off topic, but their tier set's not looking good. Their scaling's not looking good. Like, nothing looks good for any of the three specs. I'm sure they'll get played, but as far as compared to other classes, they're, they're bottom of the barrel right now. Yeah. Uh, continue with what you were saying. Um, they're increasing experience gain by 50%. And reputation by eight percent during this event. So, yes. if they're gonna level and, something, level it then. Well, no. So that is not. I, I don't know why they didn't put the the, the dates on here, um, because that does not start at that event. Um, the same time it is. I remember seeing. I saw a post the other day about the start time of that event. That start time for the experience gain event. I don't believe. Um, it says right here that it's during the event. Yeah, I just I know they posted it, and, and it could have been updated. I know it was a couple days before this. I think they said that was supposed to start, like, on June 5th or something. But they might have changed that, which hopefully they did, because that would be awesome. Um, but yes, yeah, you get a 50% experience gain, which uh, that is going to be... That will happen during the first week of the month. So we're going to have Dark Moon Fair... And we're gonna have. We're looking at a three-hour run for you. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. We're looking <laughs> at a at a fifty percent buff from that. We're looking at a thirty percent buff between War Mode XP drops and the uh, Dark Moon Fair buff. Uh, and we'll have once you hit. So from 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 ten to twenty, you're gonna have essentially a seventy percent XP buff. And then yeah. from 20 to 50, and then for another hour after that, you're going to have 80% XP buff, and then you're going to be back down to 70% for uh, the, the uh, 50 to 70, which is yeah. amazing. Um, I am definitely looking forward to that event. Normally, we don't get that big 50% buff till the end of the expansion, and I yeah. am looking so much forward to uh, having an opportunity to get a five-hour five and a half six hour speed run with that yeah. um, so that's gonna be a lot of fun i'm happy with that yes um so this next part is if you don't know about it you're about to find out mm-hmm. um, upcoming player health and enemy damage increase by 25 percent why <laughs> <laughs> why blizzard i don't understand i just feel like What's the point of increasing health to increase damage? Yeah. So I'm going to read what Blizzard posted. Uh, so right here, Blizzard said, We have decided to, incre- to increase both player stamina and enemy damage by 25% for this upcoming season. Uh, this is very much like an adjustment that was made just before the launch of Dragonflight, and it's for the same reasons. When damage mitigation abilities and healing are too strong relative to player health, the only way to threaten players is to make enemy damage very high and spiky. If healers can very quickly top off their teammates and mana is an eliminating factor, 
Enemies have to be tuned to have the capacity to do burst damage that kills players before healers can react. That isn't very satisfying gameplay. Increasing player health and tuning an enemy ability damage appropriately gives players more time to react to incoming damage and it makes players' choices about cooldowns and mana management more meaningful. Um, which, if it was just that, I, I mean, it seems like it's not really making that big of a difference to change the yeah. stuff. Um, but I can kind of understand them thinking that this is going to equal more stuff to heal for healers, because that's their whole argument. Yeah. It is A lot of this does feel to me like it's a knee-jerk reaction to the whole... Uh, in the MDI, you had a, a dungeon or two where they had four DPS and no healer. Yeah. That's such an outlier. It literally is not something that is happening all the time. It's one dungeon that it was happening in because most of the damage is avoidable, and your group has to be one of the top groups in the world to pull it off. Um, now, uh, they also said, along with, this is the part where I don't agree with uh, as well. Along with this change, you'll see several adjustments to hybrid healing spells, items, and enchants, as well as percentage-based healing spells. Um, and they said, along with adjusting creature damage and player stamina, we're adjusting the healing done by several talents. Um, for tanks, our goal is to keep their relative strength comparable to 10.0.7. And for damage dealers, we're adjusting active healing spells to be more powerful so that they retain their impact when solo or supporting the group. Now, the issue I have with that is if the whole point is to give healers more to do because you think healers are overpowered, then why are you increasing self-healing? Because that yeah. literally is going to mean nothing is changing. You're just, to me, this feels like they're just buffing all the numbers, but nothing is actually changing. They're saying, right. hey, they're going to hit this much harder, but you have this much health and you do this much more self-healing. So it's it's nothing's changing except you're going to have larger numbers. Um, that Instead of doing that, I don't understand why they didn't just do a nerf to healing percentage. Like, I don't know, like nerf, nerf the amount of healing, which that's the other argument I've seen, though, is that a lot of people seem to feel like this is unnecessary anyway, that healers were not too strong. Um, so I don't know. It just, it, the whole thing seems very odd and very weird. Um, it seems like they're making 25 different adjustments to fix a non-existent problem. Yeah. Um, and it also, to me, it also seems like the adjustments they're making aren't going to fix the problem that they claim is there. Uh, but that's, that's, I don't know. Maybe it somehow is, and I'm just not seeing it, but it, most, almost every class that has self-healing abilities got those self-healing buffed. Yeah. So to match whatever, the either match or make them even stronger. Some of them even stronger like the Druid Regrowth and Swiftman and Rejuvenate well Regrowth and Swiftman are both increased by 50% instead of 25%. Um, so I don't know. It just, it feels weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we talked a lot about this already off, off of this, you know, before we recorded and stuff, but it's it it doesn't make sense to me what the change is. Um, my other issues with the very first statement, they said this is very much like an adjustment that was made just before the launch of Dragonflight, and it's for the same reasons. Which is true. They made this adjustment before Dragonflight, and they also nerfed the damage reduction that tanks could do 
and then for the first eight weeks of the expansion, you, they kept having to nerf the damage that the enemies were doing because they were hitting too hard. Like, I just, I, I don't, it seems like they're going to make this change and they're doing just like they did at the start of the expansion. We're going to make this change and then we're going to watch over the first six, seven, eight weeks of the, of the next season as they go and basically nerf everything, reverting all of these changes. So, I, I don't know. It feels like it's a very strange way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out, though. Um, I, um, I, I'm curious. I would curious to get a healer's perspective on it because obviously neither you or I we don't heal. Um, yeah. I know from a tanking perspective. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm looking at the changes that they're giving me as a demon hunter um, for vengeance, and I love the buffs. It's gonna be nice. Uh, I just don't. I don't think that they're necessary. I don't. I don't see any of it being necessary. Um, yeah. Again, I feel like if the goal was healers didn't have to heal why are you increasing self-healing because they're yeah. still not there's I'll, I'll say it right now i'm calling it right now healers are still not gonna have to do any healing if, if you didn't if you're a healer and you didn't have to do any healing during season one you're still not gonna have to do any healing during season two yeah. now i think that the amount of healers that are gonna face that issue are very few and far between and they're the ones that are running with a consistent group all the time who is a very skilled group that is very good at avoiding damage most of the groups that you and i have been in that's not the case your healer is gonna have to heal yeah. um, i know me i stand in everything because i'm a tank and i don't care <laughs> i take yeah. i always look at avoidable damage afterwards and i always have like set, either the most or the second most avoidable damage it's because i can tank i can tank it i can heal myself and if i'm in the middle of something i'm not going to move out of it the healer right. doesn't have to heal me i can heal myself and again that's not changing um i guess that's my biggest thing is like i look at the buffs and i'm like that's cool buffs but in reality it's not changing anything it's going right. to be the same as it was in season one. And that's like that's why I don't understand it. It feels like all they're doing is buffing the numbers, but the actual effect is zero. There's no change. There's no change in right. what we ex we're experiencing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you uh, guys have thoughts, is there any healers that are watching? Feel free to uh, comment on this in the comments on the YouTube and stuff and, and give us a healer's perspective. Tell us, where yeah. you, have you had issues healing have you had to struggle at times healing or has healing just been an absolute breeze and you're just sitting there with nothing to do because that's what blizzard seems to think is the case and i disagree entirely with it i disagree too i think it's only the a very small percentage like a 0.1 percent of people that are running like the 40 guest tank or the the where they have like a, a healer that's doing damage most of the dungeon because he doesn't need to heal because the whole team is really good at staying out of stuff and kicking stuff and killing explosives and staying out of sanguine. If that's a thing, I don't even know if it is anymore. <laughs> but these top players, they're the best. Yes. And they know what they're doing. And they, they run Mythic Plus exclusively. And they're very good at it. And so they they know what to, they know what to kick. They know how to cycle kicks, how to CC. Right. To pull the right packs. They, just, they know what they're doing. And I feel like Blizzard's looking at them thinking that's all of us yeah and a lot of times especially when it comes to mythic plus it feels like they tune a ton based off of mdi and that is not yeah. the right way to do it it's just like you don't no, you don't tune based off of race world first with the rate you don't do it it's and, not the way to and, do it and blizzard does this too and it's the exact same thing for pvp they change and nerf 
everything that's good during the tournament, not what's being played in solo queue or in right. the three v three two two ladder. Now, yeah. the difference I think that is for PvP is that um, players when they watch these tournaments, they see what the top players are running and they copy them. So I do see them nerfing it that way because that's what oh that's a probably the PvP community right now is. It's just flavor of the month, you know? It's right, like, right. You just see what top people are running, what comps they're running, and then everyone runs it. Like, for example, I know one of the best comps right now, and you see in the tournament all the time, is the Demo Lock with a Rep Paladin. And as soon as people saw that, from my experience playing and watching streams, every team is Rhett Demo now, I swear. Right. Everyone just copies the, uh, the top players. So I understand nerfing it that way, but... Yes, Blizzard does nerf off of uh, pro play before. Yeah. Look at the ladder, you know. So. Yeah. No. And the other thing I would say on this is, if their concern is they feel like healers don't have enough to do, yeah. then then if anything, you would need to nerf self healing, especially for some classes. Certain classes don't need it touched. Uh, that's something else. That's something else Blizzard loves to do is they go. Here's an issue that these two classes have because these two classes have too much self-healing. And since these two classes have too much self-healing, it gives the healers nothing to do. So we're going to nerf every class's self-healing. No, no. Just yeah. nerf those few classes. They did it. With, they did that with tanks. Uh, with, with the 10% damage reduction to tanks, uh, Prop Warrior needed it. Prop, yeah. You know, Paladin probably was fine with, with getting it. Um, Brewmaster Monk did not need it at all. Guardian Druid, yeah. I don't think needed it either. Um, but they just did it across the board instead of looking at which 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 actual classes had the issues. Um, but again, if, if they do think that it is an issue of healers don't have anything to do, I disagree with it, but it makes sense that they would do this a little bit. Um, but I think if they're looking at it from the perspective of we saw four DPS and no healers, in yep. Court of Stars, because it was mainly just Court of Stars. The re I, I think this change doesn't fix that issue one bit, because mm -hmm. the reason the reason that they ran no healer in four DPS in Court of Stars primarily was not because oh this class has so much self healing. Uh, right. I know what everyone thinks. Everyone immediately thinks oh Prop Pally, Prop Pally could self heal. One of the teams that ran it for DPS was a Prot Warrior. Prot Warrior doesn't have any ability to heal anyone else. Um, the other yep. classes have good self-healing abilities, but right. the real yeah. issue is not the self-healing or the amount of healing that a healer does. The real issue is that Court of Stars, almost every bit of damage in that dungeon is full-on avoidable. And yep. that's why it worked. That is not a class issue. That's not a tuning issue. That is that's, a dungeon that's mechanic a dungeon issue. issue. Yep. Um, yep. The, the way to solve that is make sure you don't have a dungeon where every bit of damage is completely avoidable. Yeah. Like that's that's all there is to it. That was not a if if Court of Stars wasn't in the dungeon pool, I don't think we would have seen any four DPS comps. Um, I know that there were there were a couple teams that did some other. I think Halls of Valor. They tried it in. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how successful they were, but I know there were a couple other dungeons. After doing it so much in Court of Stars, there were a couple other dungeons that teams tried it on, um, but Court of Stars is the one that got this thing going, 
And that's because yeah. all the damage was avoidable in there. And it is. A lot, almost all the damage during the raids and stuff, or the boss fights and stuff in there, almost all the damage is avoidable. It's um, just, yeah, it's just stuff on the ground you gotta watch out for. Yeah. And so that's, that's not... And, and same um, with the ads, too. Like, you could LOS, like, the explosion. You could... Right. You can watch out for the frontal slam thing wherever on that one ad. Like, yep. It's all avoidable. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, and, and that, that to me is just poor dungeon design. And yeah. which, listen, the Court of Stars had plenty of poor dungeon design to begin with, with the purple floors and the purple mechanics. That's just... Dumb. Yes. Um, I can't believe, I can't believe that we got like four or five expansions past it now and they just changed the particle on the ground like the way it looks right. and that goes for halls of valor as well on that boss the uh where the the orbs come out they used to be like really weird particles and it was kind of not the best to see but they changed it that's a lot easier to see right and they waited they waited till <laughs> You know, Legion, like how it's been like what four expansions, yeah, and yeah. They, and now they change it, but they didn't bother to change it back then. But yeah, I mean, it, well, I, and, and I, part I, of that might be, te- yeah, part of that might just be also be technology. Maybe true, it was true. easier to make that look that way. Now I I don't know, um, but yeah, no, or, I, I I do think it was a little. <laughs> I don't think they had I don't think they had an MDI back then, did they? So like that kind of stuff didn't really stand out. Because I don't think yeah, I there was don't, like I don't I don't remember I don't, if they had MDI in, in Legion. That was the first. I don't think so. That was the first expansion with Mythic Plus, but yes. I don't know that they had MDI. Um, yeah, I, I, don't I know so BFA they did, uh, but I don't I don't know if they had. I don't think they had it in in, in Legion. I don't think that they did. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm glad they do now. Um, yeah. Yeah, again, like, I felt like it is a very much a, just a stat buff that's not really going to change anything. I just, I don't know. It, it seems yeah. pointless. It, it, we'll see. Maybe it, maybe it is fine. I mean, it's going to be fine regardless, because it's not, if, if it doesn't change anything, then it's still fine, in my opinion. Yeah. I, it, again, I felt like there wasn't really an issue anyway. Um, I just felt like they're changing stuff to change stuff, because, I don't know. I don't. Really, I, it's it's something I would really like a much more in depth explanation from Blizzard on. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of things yeah. you know they give their they they do. I will give them credit. They do a much better job of explaining changes that they're making than they did a couple expansions ago. Uh, yeah. But sometimes stuff like this, their explanation doesn't make any sense. And I would right. love a, a more in depth explanation. Uh, yeah. Anyway. What? I'll, I'll take yeah. as long to. Sorry. You um. So I guess yeah. Talking about the changes, then kind of went through this a little bit already. But the some of the tuning that was coming through, uh, was healing increased by almost everybody, right? So. Yes. Uh, a couple things that aren't healing related they got changed. All touch over. Uh, we have Frost Death Knight. Uh, Frost Room Fury cast when you use Pillar of Frost was reduced from 40% damage to 30%. Uh, and the four set when Frost Room Fury causes enemies to hit to take 25% increase in your critical strike chance, now it's 20%. So, uh, slight nerf. I'm not sure how it'll be. Um, it's kind of fun having the Pillar of Frost summon a Frost Room Fury. I, I think it might still be good, but 
we'll see. I think Unholy might still be better at their set. Uh, right. Unholy 4 set got changed, so when you can consuming Sudden Doom, which is your instant uh, death coil or epidemic procs, it used to give you two stacks of Master of Death, now it just grants one stack, one extra stack, I mean. So, um, they're just trying to keep it so you don't get, like, the crazy high mastery buff every time you, like, want it. Um, yes, Demon Hunter, Fodder of Flame was nerfed by 5%, Vengeance got some healing, Priest, Druid, Feral, all those classes got healing increase. Which, um, uh, the Fodder of the, I just want to touch on that real quick. Fodder of the Flame, nerfing the healer on that doesn't really make any sense to me. Like, it's, it's still going to heal you for like 40-45% because you it drops the orb that you can pick up too that heals you as well. So yeah, healing is still going to be good. Yeah, but I also like the healing from that wasn't really that much I felt like. Um, it just it seems like an odd adjustment. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> especially when they're... And, and notice, notice that Havoc did not get any healing buffs at all yeah. to their self-healing um they own the only change they made was that was getting nerfed um, yeah. which, which again i'm not mad by that like it's annoying yeah. because it's one of the things i love about demon hunter is the self-healing but yeah also like so havoc demon hunter self-healing is still ridiculously good um so yeah, yeah. I, I, like i i'm they're one of the classes that like if you if you said we need to nerf self-healing they're one of the classes I would be. I don't like it because I am one, but I get it. Um, like it needs like that's one that you could have nerfed without making all these other changes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So a couple small changes. It's a couple other classes. Uh, Feral got most of its abilities increased by two percent. Lunar Inspiration, which was the Moonfire ability, dealing damage based off agility, is increased by five percent. Um. The two set was adjusted a little bit. Um, some damage reduction to uh, Shred, increased damage to uh, Dreadful Bleeding Rip, and Tear Open Wounds, which is like their big AoE ability that makes them do insane damage that you might see in the MDIs and they're on Feral. It was 70, it's now 60%, so 10% nerf. Uh, some Guardian healing stuff, Devastation got some healing buffs. Well, it looks and like they are reverting nerfs. some of those feral changes. The, the nerfs, looks like they're reverting some of those. Where are you seeing that? Um, so under the feral notes, it says, uh, feral damage is a little lower than, we, than we'd like after the shift of power away from Berserk Frenzy and the Berserk redesign and Embers of Natharian. Um, we're happy with the relative values of feral builders, so we're adding a bit more to their overall damage with some extra for Lunar Inspiration. We're also reversing some of the 10.0.5 damage reduction to rip to increase its value in single target, um, but reducing the value of tear open wounds to keep rip's contribution to AOE about the same. Mm. So it looks like they're, okay. they're trying to buff some of its single target ability, it looks like. Yeah, that's that's where they struggle. Their AOE is like, it's good. Yeah, it looks like a Shred, Rake, Swipe, Brutus, Slash, and Thrash are all being increased by 2%. Yeah. So overall, it looks two like you're getting a little bit of a buff. Two percent is really not much, and I think Feral needed more. And to be honest, I think Feral's tier set is 
was one of the worst along with mages. Um, I this is it's not a good tier set, and I, I know from looking into it because I, I was debating on playing it. A lot of the people I was watching or listening to or talking to were talking about how the feral talent felt like a placeholder until they came up with something better. Right. And and unfortunately, it seems like Blizzard's bunking down on that new the new tier set that they've already had by increasing it or changing it a little bit so it looks like they're going to stick with that crappy tier set and just kind of improve it a little bit um i don't know i really enjoy my feral it's fun i like the play style uh i do agree that terrible wound needed a nerf because it was its damage was insane right um but 10 uh, is not bad yeah that's I still think Feral will do very well in Mythic Plus. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, Guarding up uh, Healing Buffs, Devastation got a couple changes to some talents. Uh, one talent in particular that was never run and might be run now, might be ran now, is Firestorm. Uh, Snapfire is when you use your Living Flame, you have a chance to proc a free Firestorm with Instant Cast. Uh, the damage was 40%, and now they moved it from 40 to 100%, so its AoE might be better. The only issue is, it's a very small radius, and it doesn't move. So, it, it's, its radius has got to be like 8 to 10 yards, if that. Um, so I, I'm not sure how much better that is, because... A lot of the time, ads aren't standing stale for that long. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they got some nerfs to uh, Scintillation, which is the Eternity Surge instant proc when you're using Disintegrate. Uh, it was reduced by 10%. They Shattered Star, which is like the one that increased your damage by 20% for like the couple, yes. like a little bit. They increased the cooldown from 15 to 20 seconds. Um, yeah. And then they some healing stuff to hunters uh, nerf to survival's tier set uh, I don't know why <laughs> why not I, I don't I don't, why not? I don't get it I, I don't I, I know the seal target is good but their tier set revolves around AoE so their weakest part of their game is AoE and the tiers what they had to help bring them up to like what other classes were doing and then they nerf it so well see that, yeah, that's, that's the issue is they don't want them doing what other classes are doing they want hunters to the bottom <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we like we we've been joking about it for weeks now, but it does the the, the nerf to um what was it called? What was the ability that kept getting nerfed? Mongoose bite. Yes, the the the, the nerf to the mongoose bite. After was, looking was at it, justified. it makes it makes a little bit of sense because it's single target. Um, was literally one of the top two in rate. It's it's, it's performing in the top two spots in rate. But in Mythic yeah. Plus, it's performing in the bottom four. Like, it is terrible in Mythic Plus. Um, yeah. And, yeah, this this seems like this is a nerf straight, other than Kill Command, which is a single target. The Wildfire damage bonus is also being... Um, well, the bonus to the primary target is being reduced by 75%. So I guess it's still focusing on the single target damage, but... Yeah, the wolf, this it's interesting because, like, yeah, the Wildfire only does the damage that you kill command the target to so and i tested this you can't kill command because you can get a kill command reset when you use kill command right right okay 
So, um, you can't kill command, have a proc, switch targets, kill command, and then bomb and hit both for that increased damage. It only affects the most recent kill command target. Gotcha. So, so you can't spread out your kill commands for a big wildfire bomb. It right. doesn't work like that. So, I, gotcha. The single target, it's still single target, I guess, yeah, but it helps if they're AoE, you know? Yeah, I feel like they have, they're struggling so much in AoE and Blizzard is just ignoring their AoE. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, moving on. You got Brewmaster healing increase, which is good for them, because that's, it's always nice to have some heals as a tank. Yep, yep, and um, like, well, and again, that's just more balancing out with the the damage increase to the enemies. Yeah, true. It's like yeah. the only the only actual big buff is the vivify. The vivify, but honestly, you don't ninety two percent. Now, vivify does get used whenever you proc the uh, the instant um, vivify. Well, you can, but you're you not talent... you're not going to sit there and, and cast vivify as a as a tank. Yeah, you can talent into instant vivify in the monk tree though. Yeah, that's what like I'm every, saying. Yeah, every it's, ten it's, seconds. Yep, and that's what I'm saying. That one that will help with that. But yeah, outside yeah. of that ability, if 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 you're as a tank and you don't take that talent, that increase is gonna help because you're not gonna sit there and do a two second cast of Vivify as a tank. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I miss you for a couple small changes. Like Chi Cocoon is. Provides a shield for 8%. 8% of max health was 10, so like a very small nerf. Uh, the 2 set is now as an internal cooldown, which before I can trigger again, which probably just meant, probably was intended to be like to begin with, but. Um, Windwalker got those healing buffs as well. The Vivify 92% uh, yep, went for them as that's well. That's a good amount, too. Yeah, yeah for yeah. Windwalker, yeah. Because, yeah, 92 is nothing to. That's pretty good. Yeah, which I will say, I, I feel like Vivify never did much healing anyway, so I don't know how much this will actually be of an increase. Um, yeah. Because I know, like, if I use Expel Harm, which Expel Harm for Windwalker is being increased by 75%, that actually... That's pretty good. I actually like that just for speedrunning. That might that might help me with the survival issues with Windwalker yep. and speedruns. Um, that's that's interesting. I'm gonna need to yeah. practice my Windwalker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then a uh, couple changes for Paladin. It's just the healing going over again. Um, yep. It's just healing increase for protection and ret. Uh, Shadow Priest got their healing increase. Rogue had their to the darkness heal decreased. Uh, elemental damage, I mean healing increased, obviously. They nerfed their two set, which was the Stormkeep, every 40 seconds to 50 seconds. Um, the four set, it was nerfed from 100% generation of your Maelstrom to 75%. Um, keeping that critical strike damage to 20, though, is still the same. In Enhanced, they got all ability and pet damage increased by 5%. That's that's good. Um, Seems yeah, a little a weird, because I feel like Enhanced was... Not it's like they, they weren't, yeah, they weren't performing like amazing, but they were in the top half as far as Mythic Plus goes. The highest rated Mythic Plus player in the world is an enhanced shaman. Hmm. Yeah, well, actually, I think he's tied with the rogue. So, a uh, guy I was watching last night, the subtlety rogue, or whatever, V Speed, he's 3,620 nice. uh, rated IO. 
and he, that's the exact he's exactly tied with the the shaman Jack shaman three is his name uh they run together that's just like that's their team they're the right. they're, they play they play for method so right. um so enhance was is good you know so yeah yeah I'm a little I'm a little surprised like five percent welcome for sure but was it needed I don't think so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they aren't performing as well as they are right now in uh, the t- yeah. the PCR. I don't know. Hey, yeah, it just seems, know, it just seems odd because I feel like I've seen Enhance perform performing pretty well overall. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Um, so it's it's a cool change. Um, yeah, and they're uh, looks like the four set got nerfed though. Yes, ten percent. So. And the channel. So, like, basically how it works is when you Sundering in your two set, it gives you 24% mastery for, like, 10 seconds or something. So that's a lot. 24% mastery for enhance is, like, a big damage increase. Um, and when you use Sundering, it increases your physical and fire damage dealt by what was 30%, now 20% seconds. So it's still good. 20% is still a good number. Um, and it now affects your two of your chain lines is three instead of three. So, like... What you do, you like use Sundering and you use like Chain Lightning, and then it had like the huge damage, uh, the damage increase or whatever. And it used to have like three Chain Lightnings, now it's just two. So I, I still think Enhance is looking to be one of the best melees this next patch, I think. Especially with that 5% damage buff, is that's really good. Right. Um. Warlock soul leech rate was uh, decreased very, very small amount, 0.1%. Um, warrior Titanic throw no longer affects crowd control targets. What's Titanic throw? Um, so Titanic throw basically is, I believe that is what allowed your heroic throw. It's kind of like Hero Throw, but I think it hits multiple targets. Oh, okay. Um, so that makes sense. That's that's good. Um, that's something that I know as as a tank, I hate whenever like I throw a Glaive Toss and it hits something that was CC'd. Yeah. Breaks it. Um, obviously, if you're stupid and you target the CC thing, it should break it. But if you target yeah. something that's not CC'd, it should avoid that. And that's what it sounds like they're making it do, which is good. Yeah. So um, what are your thoughts on the ignore pain absorbing 25% is that just buffed because of the health buff yeah that's just yep that's just part of the health buff that's all it is okay they reduced pain and gain heals to 3.5% maximum health instead of 4.5 fine I don't uh, feel like pain it. and gain does a whole lot anyway uh yeah uh and fix an issue that prevents spear of bastion from being cast while the warrior was silenced I feel like it shouldn't be cast if you're silenced, though. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like that, that that's not an issue. But, I mean, yeah. hey, whatever. I'm not going to, you know, warriors aren't going to complain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, arms had a small reduce, heal, maximum health, whatever, 8% was 10. Fury had to be in Fury and heals for 15% max health instead of 20, so it nerfed it a little bit. Uh, and uh, the Fury other buff just of change protection um what are we looking at here so feel by violence cause you to be healed for 110 percent of the damage dealt by deep wounds was well, 85 that's that's pretty good eh yeah that's a decent increase 
That's also still probably just part of the. That's uh, about a twenty-five percent increase. Yeah, it's just part of that. Yeah, it's twenty-five percent. Yep. Uh, the tier set shield slam now reduces the cooldown last stand by two seconds. Was one. That's the buff. Uh, four set duration of earthen tenacity increased to twenty seconds. Was ten, and the damage of earthen smash increased by three hundred percent. That. I, I don't know much about Prop Warriors, but that looks that sounds pretty good, their tier set. Right. Yeah. Um Shield Slam. I mean yeah, it's it's, it's a decent last stand. I don't know I don't feel like I use it too much because all it does is a heal. Um, right. I mean, it's it's good for emergency situations, and the, obviously, the higher the keys are, the more you're going to use it. But yeah. I, to me, that seems not that great. Right. Um, if last wait is last stand the heal. Last stand. She, yeah, yeah. Last, your health. Yeah, yeah. Last stand. Last stand is it heals you and increases your health. Um, I was thinking I wasn't sure if it was shield wall first, like because shield wall is like the mm. big is the big cooldown. Yeah, um, but like reduces our damage that we take by like fifty percent for eight seconds or something, and that one has a lot of cooldown reduction to it. Um, uh-huh. That would be a much that would be a very good uh, uh, two set. Um, I mean, this one that's fine. It's it's decent. Uh, having last hand, I mean, shield slam. You're using shield slam pretty much with every five seconds anyway. Um, right. So that's going to be a nice big uh, cooldown reduction for last stand. Um, the four set bonus duration of earthen tenacity increased to 20 seconds was 10 seconds and the damage of earthen smash increased by 300 percent honestly i don't know what earthen smash is i don't uh, i don't remember I, having i don't remember there. i don't remember using that all i know um, is that 300 percent sounds like a lot yeah that's uh one second because i'm gonna look that up because i don't i don't I, that's not something I remember using when I was playing my Prot Warrior. So I don't yeah. know if it's something new or if it's just a talent that hasn't been in use. Because it's possible that's just a talent that hasn't been in use and they're trying to bring it up to par. Um, yeah. Earth and Smash. Now is that under... Um, that's under specifically Prot Warrior, correct? Yes. Yep. Earth and Smash... I'm not even seeing it, so maybe it's a new talent? Maybe it just comes with the tier set? I don't actually know. I would have said the notes. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't see Earth and Smash anywhere. Yeah, I'm not sure. That might maybe yes. it's maybe it's a talent change that they are uh, making for uh, the the new patch. Maybe it's a, just a new talent that they put in. Because I do not see that talent ability anywhere. Let me check the calculator because it might not be. It may just not be showing it to me. Um. But anyway, go on. Yes. So they. Updated some visuals and some stuff from the dungeons coming up and freehold, bracket hide, that kind of stuff. 
Yes. Uh, it's a lot to go over, so I'd just say if you're interested in reading it, go ahead and look it up. But um, it looks to me like uh, for Freehold specifically, that Sky Captain Crag has like a 60-yard cone. Uh, the impact damage has been reduced, and they updated the visual to, to help see it better, because apparently it was hard to see. Um, they they decrease some certain spells and increase some stuff that you can get from like council of captains that kind of stuff um just some changes to some of the dungeons um so yeah one thing that i thought that i noticed which is interesting um was in the halls of infusion they said that the primal tsunami boss no longer uses rogue waves I oh, might yeah, I, I might be wrong, but I was pr I'm pretty sure Rogue Waves was an ability that would randomly send one person because um, you know how it has like the intermission phase where everybody gets knocked back and you have to run the gauntlet individually. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Rogue Waves was something where it would randomly take one person and knock them back, and make them do the gauntlet. Um, just like just them by themselves outside of the intermission. Yeah. So that might actually be a, a nice change there, I think, because I, I that that ability, Halls of Infusion itself, that whole dungeon, I'm not looking forward to for this season. I I actually looking forward to it, except for the frogs. Uh, the frogs gonna be a pain, but I my biggest concern is the packs that have so many casters in it with so many crucial mm. interrupts. I am not looking forward to that at all. Uh, yeah. Definitely not having a Vengeance Demon Hunter, I think, is going to be rough in there. You're going to need a lot of AoE stuns, AoE CCs, um, AoE silences. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to that one. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, basically the changes. There's a couple changes like towards CC for PvP that's coming out. But um, So, just a quick uh, update on PvP gear for anyone that does BGs or arena and stuff like that. The blue gear, well the blue quality gear you can get with honor is now 434 item level and the P the epic gear from Conquest, the good rated content is 447 item level. Uh, so it's just where that's where the PvP at is going to be at. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, what else do we have? You want to take us through the Mythic Plus Affix updates? Yes. So, basically, um, they made some changes to Afflicted and inc Incorporeal, which are two of the newer affixes. Um, so, yeah. just a quick recap. Uh, Afflicted is the one where I believe adds spawn, and you have to use some kind of cleanse on them, I believe. Um, yeah, so I, it, right here it says, sorry to interrupt, but it says right here uh, that uh, the Afflicted is kept at two now, so you don't get more than two ads. Yes. Um, they said that there was, good. yeah, there were situations where there were five up at a time at once. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, it says this also, this allows a lot of time to relax between dealing with the waves of Afflicted mobs and making it much less overwhelming. In addition, yep. there does appear to be a 15 second internal cooldown. Um, which means it, it doesn't always spawn on cooldown, which means that you can sometimes go a long period of time without having to deal with it. So right. yeah, it's capped at two, and 
you won't have more than one spawn every 15 seconds. So that is... Uh, that's good. That's definitely good. Um, yeah. Incorporeal, it appears also um, was capped at two, but it said sometimes only one Incorporeal would spawn, even on the largest pools. There now appears to be a 20-second uh, internal cooldowns between spawn. Um, but unlike Afflicted, it seems more than likely to always spawn on 20-second intervals. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not sure. Incorporeal was the one where... They had to heal it or whatever? It says that they periodically appear in an attempt to weaken players. I'm honestly yeah, so trying to remember what that does. I, I was watching some videos of people doing freehold on the PTR, and before these changes came live... The uh, the incorp incorporeal or whatever uh, was like so many would come up they couldn't deal with it, and then you get the debuff for like ten seconds. We're doing like negative damage. Hmm. It was it was it was toxic to say the least. Yeah, it sounds. But, I think if I remember right, that's the one that constantly is casting the stuff, and so yeah. you have to uh, CC them. Um, which is the one where you had to heal them up to full? Because that's one of the affixes. That is... One second. Plus C2. That was... Um... Okay, so that's part of Afflicted. So Afflicted is is you can either cleanse them or you can restore them to full health. Um, so Afflicted oh, okay. is the one that does that. Uh, Incorporeal, oh, okay. they um, attempt to destabilize players with spells that reduce their damage and healing done, and they're susceptible, but they're susceptible to all forms of crowd control. So that's just one where you need to cage them, sheep them, whatever. You're going to have to have some kind of permanent crowd control on there. And yep, be very yep. careful not to break them. Um, okay. Now, I don't know how long they stay. If they're limited to two, I assume that they go away after a certain amount of time. Um, yeah, and then the other new affects is uh, Entangling, which is just you get snared by vines, and your movement speed, I think, is reduced by 30%, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, that that pretty much is it for now. Uh, yeah, we will still have Sanguine, sadly. Uh, but I know it was nerfed. Uh, Quaking is gone. Grievous is gone. Volcanic was gone, but now they are getting rid of Explosive, and we'll have Volcanic instead. I prefer Volcanic. Over Absolutely, Volcanic is so much easier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the nice thing is Sanguine we won't deal with until you're on a plus 14 or higher. So right. that is that is a lovely thing. That is probably my favorite thing outside of Freehold that is coming up in Season 2, is yeah. not having Sanguine on low keys. Right. Because um, having Sanguine on like a plus 4, it's just so annoying because it's such an easy key, but then Sanguine makes it not. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm really um, glad to see that change. Yeah, um, so the last... Wowhead news we have is a couple small changes development notes for 10.1 PTR which came out today 
Yep. Uh, about Demon Hunter changes and a couple of PvP tuning. So the, you want to take us with the Demon Hunter since you know it more? Yes. So, yeah, the uh, Serrated Glaive, what it does right now is enemies that are have been hit by your uh, Glaive Toss take 10% increased damage from I-Beam. It looks like now it's also going to take 20% increased damage from Chaos Strike. Uh, to me, this seems like it's just a, they're, they're, it's a nice buff, but I think they're, what the main thing is is they're trying to make Maybe that talent a bit more yeah a bit more relevant because i don't think a whole lot of people are using that talent um now i think potentially that could stack well with the tier set since the four set uh every 175 fury you spend increases the damage of your next i beam by 15 percent. so you know if you have that talent which all increases it by another 10 percent, that could be pretty good um yeah we'll see yeah, I still don't know that's gonna see much play in it because I don't know. I don't. I don't. I personally don't care for the glaive toss build myself. That's just me. Um, but anyway, then accelerating blade had its name changed to accelerated blade. Um, and what accelerating blade, the old one, what it did was uh, your damage um, increased by twenty percent for each target hit by your glaive toss. So I think the way it worked was. The first one it hit for 20% increased damage, then the next one was 40% damage, and then the next one is 60% damage. Basically what they're doing now is it seems like they're just swapping it and making it backwards. So your first target is going to take 60% increased damage, um, then the next target it gets reduced by 30%, which would make it down to about 40%, and then the last yeah. target is going to be 20%. So it's overall, it's the same number, of, same amount of damage. I think what it's doing, in my opinion, is it's giving you more control over what target is going to take that priority damage, um, yeah. which is the way it should be. I, I don't make to me it doesn't make sense that you should just throw it at a target and then it randomly increases at a random target because then you can't yeah. control who gets that burst damage. Um, ideally, it should work the way they're changing it to, to where you target this is the guy I need to kill now, hit him first, he takes the most, and then the secondary targets that you don't control take less damage. Um, so I'm, I'm cool with those changes. Uh, it doesn't really seem like they're bad changes. Yeah. Um. Then, uh, yeah, the, other than that, I don't know if there's anything in the PvP stuff that you that sticks out to you. Um, uh, the dungeon and raid stuff pretty much just, hey, we're doing stuff in dungeons. That's about all their notes were on that. There's updates to many non-boss enemies and all three bosses in Vortex Pinnacle. Very vague. Um, yeah. But, you know. There's, there's lots of tuning going on for dungeons right now anyway. They're doing the Mythic Plus testing. So, you know, on PTR. So they're trying to get tuning from that. And they're going to be tuning those dungeons for the first two months of the next season anyway. It's just how it always goes. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. You see anything in PvP that sticks out to you at all? or? No. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much uh, just about it. Uh, you want to go over your weekend WoW? Um, a lot of time walking and a lot of uh, dungeons we did this past week. Uh, we got almost KSM on my invoker. About, I'm about 49 points away, I think. Right, we should be able to get that for you tomorrow night, probably. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm still working on figuring out classes i'm kind of waiting till uh it gets closer to see final changes but there's like i have certain classes in mind i'm just kind of waiting 
uh, yeah, so I've just been playing playing lots of classes, time walking, getting the, the chest done, and I did a lot of transmog runs on some tunes as well, so, yeah. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, yep. for, for my week in WoW, uh, just a lot of, uh, I got, I got, I think, I think I'm done with the upgrade farming on the, on the, uh, the Forbidden Reach. I've got a ton of my characters, and I think I still have, like, five characters left, but it's, like, my mage and locks, all my casters that I don't care about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the only melee I have left would be the enhanced row, or enhanced shaman and then my rogue, but neither one of those are even leveled up. Uh, I will probably right. level those up during that 50% experience buff week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, did a lot of that. Um, what today, around today, doing farming a lot of rep and stuff, just trying to get my renown up. I think I remember now maxed with um, the expedition, and I'm very close to being uh, max renown with both the Maruk and uh, the Valdrakan Accord. I'm like two levels away from each of those. Uh, but yeah, then uh, running a lot of low-level dungeons, a lot of Noku defensive, because I'm trying to get Storm Slash from my Demon Hunter, because it's the only piece that I need, and I will have my uh, best in slot. Um, right. You know, except for my trinket. I, I, have a, you know, I have a funny story about my trinket. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but yeah, farming a lot of Valor as well, so I can upgrade all my pieces to like 411 before we go yeah. into the new season, just to have the highest gear I can for that. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, just doing a lot of that. Um, as far as the trinket goes, so I think it was yesterday, um, after we had done some dungeons and stuff, yesterday morning I think it was, um, I noticed, hey, that trinket, I got I got my, my best in slot trinket from Dungeons. Uh, I got that while we were running a Court of Stars yesterday, a drop for me. Um, yeah. And so I was like, cool. It's like a real real low item level, like, four, like, a, like a 380 item level or something. So I'm like, cool. I still need to keep it. I'm going to upgrade it. And then it'll be my best trinket that I got on me. And yeah. So a couple hours later playing... I'm like, yeah, let's go ahead and put that trinket on. And I go through my bags. Trinket ain't there. Uh, and I'm like, what? And I realized my vendor sold it because it was too, it was such a low item level that it didn't consider it a potential upgrade. And I didn't have it saved to any of my equipment sets. So my yeah. vendor rules are set to sell anything that doesn't meet that criteria. So yeah, I I look and sure enough, it had sold my uh, my trinket whenever... I had done the auto vendor at some point. So I go on to item restoration, of course, because Blizzard has that wonderful tool. You can get an item back once per week. And so I get it back and I get my item restoration back and I make sure to, I, I get the trinket, I get it in the mail, I equip it and I put it and save it as my tanking equipment slot. Um, so I didn't think anything of it because on all my characters, equipment, if it's in an equipment set, the rule in my vendor add-on is that it does not sell it if it is saved to an equipment set um so i go on don't think anything of it today i log on and i go to try to use the trinket because i have it on my on my keybind or my on my toolbar now i go to try to use the trinket nothing happens i'm like the heck i go i'm like oh it's not equipped okay i must have unequipped it or or maybe it or i think or maybe i was in my havoc or something so i was like oh so i'll go ahead and equip that and make sure i have it in my havoc equipment set so I go to my bags, and it's gone again. 
<laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? I know I saved it. I know I saved it to my equipment set. Yeah. So I then look at my vendor, and I forgot that I did this at the start of the expansion when I had so much gear, um, and I had like five different equipment sets saved. I had turned off the option to keep anything that was saved to an equipment set. So it still sold it again. So now I have to wait until next Thursday to go and do another item restoration on it to get that trinket back. Uh, so, yeah, because I was, I was a little <laughs> bummed on that. But, uh, yeah, note to self, if you're using Vendor, definitely check your rule settings. Uh, make sure that you're not going to lose anything important yeah. like I did. Um, I'll have it back again. I just have yeah. to wait a week, which is whatever. Uh, I was going to spend all my valor on upgrading it, and then I couldn't. So I was a little bummed on that. Um, yeah. But yeah, mainly I've just been farming Valor. Uh, getting ready for the expansion. Um, probably going to play... Def- obviously going to play Vengeance. Probably will play some Brewmaster Monk and some Prop Warrior or Prop Pally at some point during uh, the next next season. Uh, we'll see yeah. how intensely I play them, but... Uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Just got yeah. a couple more weeks. Oh, excuse me. Just got about two or three more weeks, and then see. I think three more weeks of the season starts. Two weeks, and then the patch comes out. Yep. So that'll be awesome. Um, yeah, we're gonna get you your Keystone Master tomorrow night, yep. and we should only need to do like two, maybe three dungeons, and you should have that. Yeah, it should be easy. So definitely looking forward to that. Uh, and then, yeah, we're definitely going to probably practice some monk speed runs during the day, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. That'd be cool. Yep, get used to that. Um, maybe you should race me during that 50% uh, XP bonus. See how fast the, only way, the only way it'd be fair is if I had the 50% experience and you didn't. <laughs> nah, I think it'd be interesting. But I think we'd have no, to do I it. Don't think so. I, I think we would have to do it on different sides, though. Like I do alliance and you do horde, because um, because I would be in the same zone just, the whole time. Yes, yeah, because that's an annoying thing. Any that's the most annoying thing with speedrunning is when you come across and there's just a bunch of people there uh, and they've killed all the mobs you need. It's so annoying because then you're just sitting there waiting. Uh, usually, when you're speedrunning, you get past them once you finish a couple quests. You get generally jump past them. But during yeah. that time, it's annoying. Especially if they've been yeah. killing all your rares. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for, I think, this episode. Uh, you yep. got anything else you want to add? No, i just looking forward to some of the uh, podcasts coming up for the next season. Above all, we'll have lots to talk about every week, oh, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It'll be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Freehold. looking forward to Underrot. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to the next patch. There's a lot of good changes, and I, I think it'll be fun. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, but yeah, no, if you have any uh, anything you'd like to share or comment on or whatever, uh, can you can uh, chime in on. Feel free to hit up the comments or on the, on YouTube. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button if you want to keep uh, getting any notifications whenever we have a new podcast out. Pretty much try to get them out just about every week. Uh, if you have any other comments as well, if you're listening on iTunes or, um, or not iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now, uh, and or Amazon Music or Spotify, I don't know if Spotify has a comment thing. I know, I know, I, Apple does. It does. It does. Um, 
but yeah, if you have you know comments in there, or whatever, uh, you can always ch uh, let us know on there. Make sure to subscribe on the audio channels as well. Um, anyway, if you want to contact us directly or whatever, uh, my socials up there. I've got uh, I'm at Twitch.tv/buckblind. Uh, YouTube is Buckblind the Demon Hunter, and Twitter is at BuckblindDH. Uh, Bio, what are yours? My uh, Twitch and YouTube at QQ underscore Bioshock. Uh, I str I stream more now. Um, yep, yep. Maybe not. Maybe not with my computer freezing. <laughs> uh, but uh, YouTube, like, kind of decided I'm gonna put off making content until next season when I have like definitive class. I'm gonna start off playing, so we'll see. Right, right. Um, and if anyone's listening um, and you want to help Bio get a new computer that can handle everything and stop. Buddy, the computer I have is actually really good. <laughs> I mean, it's if it's not, freezing not on one. you, I don't know. It's if it's never freezing, done, never some... done this before. Yeah, yeah, and never say never. <laughs> Maybe I'll get yeah. a new one. Yeah. Point. yeah, we'll see. You might just need to replace RAM sticks or something. I don't know. Could yeah, be a graphics card issue. We'll, we'll look at your specs some point in time, and I'll tell you all. I'll look and see if there's anything maybe that would be worth swapping out or something. Yeah. 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 But uh, no, right. I think it's going to do it. Uh, been a little bit longer podcast than we have been because we had quite a few things to talk about this time. Yeah. But uh, no, appreciate everyone watching, and y'all have a great one, and we'll see you next time. See ya.